Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 5. Jimmy, Vinny, Joey, we're back for another week. We're here for more earnings, some DFS wins, some showdown takedowns this weekend, on top of some big wins last Sunday. How are you feeling this week, guys? Feel good. I've had uh, finally a, a decent week. The first couple was trending in the negative, but uh, got back to uh, the positive line. So that was, that was a good start. You know, bad broke even last week. Um, you know, some, there's just a few plays that didn't go our way, but I feel like the problem. Yeah, well, feel like the feel like the process is moving in the right direction. Um, you know, this is only week five. We've got you know this week, and then what do we have? Seventeen weeks this year, right? So we got quite a few more weeks to go ahead, and we really only need to try and hit once. During yep. that time, I mean that's 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 really all we're looking for, right? So, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about this week. Um, I think there's some plays this week that a lot of people are gravitating towards that I just want nothing to do with, um, which makes me feel good. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we'll, we'll see how it all pans out on uh, on Sunday. I like it. Yeah, I feel like I've been crushing quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, defense, but my running backs have been just been letting me down week in and week out. So really going to go into your guys' expertise this week and stop carving my own path on the running backs, but hopefully you guys keep listening to my quarterback and receiver plays. And going with that, let's go with our quarterbacks. Jimmy, give me your guy up high, then we'll ground Robin to Vinny. I'll go last, and then we'll go middle, then low. So my guy up high, um, I'm just going to go all the way to the top, and it's going to be Kyler Murray. Um, I think he's in a fantastic spot this week against the Niners. Um, the Niners, you know, as as we've all detailed pretty well, um, have some real issues, especially when it comes to covering mobile quarterbacks. Um, even even their Super Bowl year, right, a couple years ago, last year, Josh Allen just tore them apart. Um we saw what Kyler Murray did to a pretty damn good defense in, in LA last week. And I think they're playing a lot better than the Niners defense playing right now. So uh, I'm very, very concerned um, as a Niners fan um, from a DFS perspective, I think he's a fantastic play. I think he's super expensive and not a lot of people are going to play him. Um, so yeah, that's who I'm going with up top. I like that. Vinny, what do you think? Up high. He's the only guy I'm on over 7K. Uh, so I, I think wow. he's in. I think he's in a smash spot. Uh, I'm going a little bit lower this week, uh, and, and my reasoning for it is I think you're missing a lot of the big guns. Like Kyler's the only guy up there, um, and I don't think there's going to be. You know, you don't you're not dealing with Allen, uh, Mahomes, Lamar, all those guys necessarily yeah. that could like smash the split the slate. So it's like. You know, I, I personally am going to be going down a little bit lower this week. So if you have anybody else up high, you can, you can jump in. Yeah, uh, my guy over 7K is Aaron Rodgers. I know everyone's on the Bengals right now. They're 3-1. and one, They're riding hot. But you look at all their adjusted numbers. Um, they're getting lucky a lot. Teams have dropped the most balls against them this year. The adjusted completion percentage, they're the fifth worst in the league. Um, and the real percentage mm-hmm. is like one of the best in the league. Right? So adjusted-wise, they're not as good as they actually are on paper. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams is uh, on, what is it called? On uh, FTN, 36 points is the ceiling at the highest player, like on the entire slate. I'm, I love the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams play this week. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like people just kind of look past it because they're so expensive, but we can carve out some lineups with those two in there. Um, that's my favorite guy over 7K. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll echo that. Um, I mean, there's there's quarterback is usually somewhere that ownership is spaced out. We don't have to worry about it too much this week. Um, Joe Burrow right now is projecting at 23% out. And just like Joey said, if, if, if I can just flip to the other side of that, yeah, it's going to cost me a thousand dollars more, but I mean, that that's okay. If I can, if I can differentiate myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I think that's a pretty sharp play and, and a guy that I wasn't initially looking at Joe. So that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, look who the Bengals have played. They've had the Jaguars, the Steelers, the bears and the Vikings. Um, they've all had terrible offensive lines. The Vikings, the only team that we even like playing on this podcast. So Jaguars, Steelers, bears, they're absolute washes on offense. That was Andy Dalton bears as well. Yeah. So Cincinnati is, I think that all the games have come really close. Jacksonville gave a run. Last week, even though it was Thursday night football, but line me up some Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns, five touchdowns in the red zone. Um, Aaron Jones split carries with Dylan last week. He's kind of banged up. Um, I just think there's really high opportunity here. People are going to be kicking themselves for not doing this play. Nice. All right, let's go to the mid range, Jim. Um, so mid range. Um, so I guess we'll call that six thousand and up. Yeah, I think um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. I like going right back to Dak this week. Um, I think the Giants are not very good. Um, I think that, you know, if we're talking about guys in this range, there's a lot of guys, you know, I know there's one guy that we're probably going to talk about because Joey just mentioned the team name, but um, I think I think Dak kind of burned a lot of people last week. I mean, he did throw for a few touchdowns, but he only threw for like 189 yards, right? Didn't throw anything to C.D. Lamb. Didn't really get there this week. Um, I actually kind of like doing an unorthodox stack with Dak and Zeke and then like pick one of Amari um, or CD this week. Or you could do something really, really weird if Dak's ownership and Zeke's ownership starts to creep up there, which is do a Dak, Zeke, Dalton Schultz. Um, so, yeah, so Dak is my, uh, my mid-range. I like it. Vinny, mid-range. Cool. So the next guy I have on my list below Dak uh, is I'm, I'm going to keep riding Darnold. Um, he's having just an, an unbelievable season to start. Um, I actually love the fact that CMC is coming back. I think if anything, that will pull some ownership off because we talk about people are like, oh, I'm not playing running back with quarterback when CMC is probably the best receiver outside of DJ Moore on that team. So it only helps in my my I mean, like thoughts, look, look, and they're not they're not gonna ride CMC twenty eight no. times on the ground, right? So not coming back it. off, not coming back off of a hamstring injury. Yeah, they like to throw to the running back. They moved DJ Moore yeah. into the backfield specifically to throw him the routes that they like to throw to Christian McCaffrey. Totally, right? and, so and like, the eagle the Eagles defense has been getting tore up lately. And they're really but, bad, dude. But but the good part is their offense they will continue firing, right? Like yeah. they do kind of force you to keep playing, which is what we want in DFS, right? In fantasy, so I'm going right back to the well. I know his price is up a little bit, uh, but it's still not to a point where it's like, wow, it's a major concern. So um, yeah, Sammy D, chalk him up. I like it. Right there in that same price range, it's our boy, Kirk Cousins. Um, I know he let a lot of people down last week, but he's going against the Lions this week. The team that has the worst ADOT. Kirk Cousins has 25-plus points a game outside of the last game, and those are against some pretty good teams. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So again, Cousins against Detroit is a surefire hit, especially with Cook not practicing again today being Thursday. I know that doesn't mean Cook's not going to play. He's one of those guys. But I don't know. Cook can go out after eight carries and Cousins still has to throw the ball 40 times and he's going to go 300 yards with multi-touchdowns with the talent he has. So Cousins, don't look past him against Detroit. I don't care about ownership at quarterback. So, Well, I think, I think too, I think this is a good game overall that I'm going to be targeting um, because – there's some bad teams out there that don't try and throw the ball. Detroit actually does try and throw the ball quite a bit. They try. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Goff has gone over 300 yards twice already this year, right? Yeah. In four weeks, which is kind of wild. Um, but he, they're, they're going to be able to move the ball, right? Yeah. And they're, they're kind of one of those teams, too, that if they start getting blown out, they're just not going to go into a shell and run, 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 you know, that that psychopath coach they have they're going to start they're going to keep you know throwing they're going to try trick plays they're going to do weird stuff so vikings will need to keep the gas uh gas on the whole game this week so i think that you know i knew that joe was going to mention that one so that's why i left for him because i think kirk is just too easy man i mean (laughs) it's 6500 you just play move on you can play him with jefferson just well, you're, see, you're seeing him and Darnold putting up the same numbers relatively to the top guys, right? Like exactly. Alan, those guys, like, yeah, they may get five, six points more, seven points more, but, like, you're saving 2,000, 2,500 at times. So it's like, yeah. right Kirk now, Cousins I'm just going to keep right riding now, that wave. Kirk Cousins right now, you can compare him to Matt Ryan maybe about four years ago when Ridley and Julio were mm-hmm. just going off. And it's like they weren't that good. But fantasy-wise, they were winning people every every single week. So Kirk Cousins is literally Matt Ryan four years ago. So jump all over it. Jump all over that. Let's go low, boys. Jim, what do you think? Let's go. You can stay at the 6K mark, but 6K and down. (laughs) So. You know I said that. Do it. If he starts this week, (laughs) I'm going to play him. And that's Trey Lance. And I don't think that I'm going to be alone either. Yeah. Um. The Niners are going to have to score points this week. They're just going to have to. Um, he runs the ball. He had he had almost 24 points last week. And at 5,700, there's one guy who I would play him with, maybe two, that would be Kittle or Debo. But I think you can play him by himself. I mean, because he's going to be kind of like a running back out there, right? Um, ownership, not going anywhere near, you know, anything we're going to be scared of right now. I think if he's – announced i think kyle is doing us a little bit of a favor right now because i think if he was announced the starter very early early, i think people would start i think he's still going to get steamed up a little bit i mean you know he he has a projected ceiling of like 31 points (laughs) and he has a base projection a base projection so a floor of like 20 to 21 yeah. Um, for somebody in that in the range that we're talking about, uh, that's just not really something that that exists out there. So um, if he's going to be the starter and he's going to play the entire game, I am more than happy to play Trey Lance. Yep. Joe, where do you like down low? Danny Dimes, 6K. Oh, Danny fumbles. <laughs> hey, man. But you can't ignore the points he's been putting up in DFS. No. He's been throwing very well. He's, you know, Kenny Galladay. I just love the um, the pairing this week against Dallas. Again, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Game flow is going to be high. Sign me up for some Danny Dimes. He's been playing well, especially for us DFS players. And the, the Cowboys. I mean, take away Trayvon Diggs is like six interceptions he already has on the year. 
Cowboys being a lot more trouble on defense. If you yeah. start digging deeper into the skeletons of that defense, they got like, some problems. They're a really, really aggressive defense, which means they're going to give up a lot of big plays too. Um, and it's going to happen probably this week. I mean, they've been using the Cowboys defense been using their new inside linebacker as a defensive end pass rush linebacker, Micah Parsons. So, I mean, if that doesn't, they they're move blitzing, somebody. They're blitzing the position. most in the league with like the worst success rate. Exactly. So, again, they're going for it and it's going to catch up with them. Um, this is the week it's going to happen. Do you, do you guys have any, obviously not because you didn't mention them, but like any slight interest in fields at 5200 versus the Raiders? Um, I don't. He's just so cheap. He he is, but like, I I don't know. The, I I have no faith and no trust in Matt Nagy's play calling. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what he's doing right now. Allegedly, he's given up the play calling, right? <laughs> but I mean, last week they won the game and he only had eight points. I can't. I can't. I don't know what his ceiling is. Yeah. Right. If his if his ceiling's twenty points. And I have a guy like Lance who's a couple hundred bucks more and his floor is 20 points. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. <laughs> the offensive line's trash. They have no running game anymore. You know, yeah, they're like not, here, so. they're actively like not throwing it to, yeah. to Allen Robinson, which is kind of weird. Um, I mean, if it was Nick Foles starting and playing, yeah, I would be all about that. But, you yeah. know, they said they're going with fields. He's an amazing talent. He's going to start to break out sooner or later. I think there's a there's a see it first. argument to be made for 5200, but yeah, I just don't think it's for me this week. Okay, I'll give you just the two guys that you guys left off. We hit on pretty much everyone, which is great, and I'll do it quick. Is uh, I'll have some interest in Derek Carr this week as a bounce back spot. <clears throat> I don't think the Bears are anything special on defense. And I think it's it's just a good bounce back spot, right? Like we saw the second half what that offense is capable of coming back yeah. on the Chargers. They just couldn't stop the Chargers. But you know, they do it's not it, their fault. But they waited until the second half to do that every week so far. Right, yeah, right. But but they can that still scares me. I mean, you can still have it's a guy a scary. like Renfro, Ruggs, and Waller. Like it's a concentrated offense. It's at home, which I really like. Um, I, I think they could get after Chicago here um pretty well at home. And the only other guy that I have mild interest in is, is this is going to be a complete leverage play against the going against the whole industry from what it sounds like is uh, the chalkiest player of the week. It sounds like it's going to be Derrick Henry this week. Um, I'm going Tannehill. Uh, AJ Brown's coming back. Uh, and I, My I just God. think, I think it's a good leverage spot. As, if you look Jacksonville's run defense, I know Henry can bust through anything, but their run defense is not the worst. I think they're actually a top 10 run defense. Um, I think it's a game that very easily like Tannehill could just explode here. You know, and some of that may go to Henry, right? But I think it's just an incredible like leverage spot. Like no one's going to play Tannehill this week. Uh, I think you're on the right path with trying to gain leverage from that game, but I don't know if Tannehill is the right way to do it. I think I would rather do it with just playing AJ Brown based on how the DraftKings scoring is is set up because AJ yeah, Brown can, can have a monster day with eight catches for, you know, 114 True. yards and two touchdowns and Tannehill can throw for, you know, 219 yards and three touchdowns and have just like, you know, 19 to 21 points. 
Yeah, right? I just look at the Jags are just in complete shambles. They're just giving players so, away. And but one thing about the Jaguars, when I look at the pace on offense, they are the fastest second to snap team in the NFL, and on defense, they're the slowest. It means teams know exactly what they're doing, and they're like, look, we're not going to fuck around here. We're going to run the ball. We're going to take the yeah. seconds down as far as we can every single play. I don't think they're concerned with blowing out the Jaguars. They just want no, to get out of the game I healthy. Don't, I don't think they are, but I think it's a division game, number one. And I think that, like, the offense has been sputtering. I mean, they just lost to the Jets last week. I know they didn't have any receivers, but, like, I feel like it could be, you know, thinking of a coach's mind, like a get-right spot, right? Like, we can go out there and hang 40 on these guys and not pound Henry into the dirt in a, you know, a somewhat meaningless game. But I, crush, I, don't, like, I, I just don't think that they care about not pa- pounding Henry into the dirt. I think yeah. they're actively trying to pound Henry in. Dude, his Henry usage is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and, yeah. and teams are running the fifth most run percentage against the Jaguars. Again, yeah. the, the 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 league is going to do what the league is doing. They're not just going to come out and throw it 60 times and risk themselves losing like they did last week against the Jets because they yeah. were throwing the ball way too much against the Jets last yeah. week. I think Derrick Henry's a great play, and I don't really care about the ownership. We're gonna, I'm going to find my ownership leverage elsewhere. Well, let's just hit it. Let's yeah, go we're going right to running backs with that. So, Derrick so, Henry at the top. Like, that's my guy. <laughs> all right. It's my guy at the top. I think it's an easy play. I think Derrick Henry gets his 25 carries. This is where he gets his MVP votes. These are the games that rack up his stat sheet and make him the Madden player of the year, right? So, this is when he goes off. Take advantage of it. He might go 250. Um, and they'll let him break records no matter what. They'll let him stay in and break records. So, I'm not scared of them pulling him or anything like that. So, I'm all in on Henry. Cool. Next. If, if he stays under 20%, I'm in on Henry. Um, yeah. If he starts getting up to 25 to 30%, I'll, I'll be out. Um, my my guy up top, we talked about him earlier, and I really, really hope that he plays as Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't need him to play the whole game. Um, if, if you're going to give me Christian McCaffrey at like 1% or 2% owned, uh, sign me up for that. Uh, again, he got hurt. He was out for a few times. We talked about it, you know, early in the year where we're like, Hey man, this is the cheapest we're ever going to get Derek Hen- or Christian McCaffrey. And now he's under 9,000. Right. So his price has actually been going down, which is kind of weird. Um, and we moved from 99 to nine. Like I, I don't get their pricing. I don't, I don't understand what they're doing with their pricing, but you know, 8700 for Christian McCaffrey is just too cheap. I don't care if he's coming off an injury. Um, I think Derrick Henry should be priced higher. I don't know mm-hmm. why he's only $9,000. He should be ninety five, ninety six hundred, and then McCaffrey should be up into the nine. So yeah. for both of them, I think it's just a little bit too cheap, and I'll be going to McCaffrey up top. Yeah, and if he's active, like I'm rolling with him, right? Like they're oh, not yeah. going to rush this guy back off of a ha- – was it hamstring inj- injury like this early in the season when they're very clearly going for it. Like they're pulling off trades. Like they are making acquisitions to make this thing happen. Um, I yeah, if, if he's playing, they're not gonna like you know. Oh, he's you know. I don't know if we should do it. it, it he's got to show if he's a hundred percent. Like he's going. And I think I'll, a lot. I think a lot of it hinged on the game last week too. Had they won that game against Dallas last week and they were sitting in a pretty good spot, they may have said, "Hey, look, let's roll the dice." Um, but he no. was the one that ran out today and was like, no, I feel I feel good. Like, I'm good to go. And so well, we'll see if the coaches let him go. But, you know. I mean, I mean, their head coach said – Matt Rule said that he's hopeful that he will be 100% full go. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds like, you know, if, if he is, then they're going to trot him out there. So, I totally. mean, I, I like it. All right, Vinny, you got anyone else up high? 
The only other guy that I have mild interest in, again, and it's just a pure ownership standpoint, is if I see an Alvin Kamara coming in at under 5%, I know he's burning everybody, and but he's still getting 25 touches a game. I know they're not using him in the run game, but this is he's playing Washington, who just got smoked by Cordell Patterson on the, uh, on the out of the backfield. Like, dude, this the opportunity is there. As long as that idiot Taysom Hill doesn't come in and, and steal two touchdowns from him, like this guy could very easily go from a 15, 20 point day to a 35, 40 point day. So the big, but that's a, the bigger all. problem. The bigger problem is Kamara has the lowest like breakout runs of the season I, right now. He's at no, 0%. I, I don't trust it. All I'm saying is you're telling me like if, if Derek Henry, 30% of the industry is going to be on him and, but look, Kamara got his. going to be McCaffrey. One percent is going to be on Kamara. Like I'll go that route. And roll Kamara got his most carries last week, and what I thought was a smash spot, which it was, he got twenty six mm-hmm. carries and he got me fifteen points because he's not getting the touchdowns, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and they and won't the, give it to him, and no targets. He has. Yep, they're not throwing the ball. Last it's, week, the offense has changed. Last it's week crazy. he had zero. Yes, so zero targets. As long as Alvin Kamara is not getting the ball in the open field, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not, I, so Sean, I, I learned Sean, my lesson Sean last week. Payton, Sean Payton knows. He's a smart coach, right? He knows that Jameis's fatal flaw is throwing picks, yeah. right? So he's going to limit everything that he can do. If he has a guy like Taysom Hill who can run the ball like he can run the ball, he's going to run the ball like that in the end zone or in the yeah. red zone, right? And until that changes, I'll be a week late on Kamara. Yeah, no, I hear you. His, it, again, that's a misprice too. Based on his usage and how he's being used, like why did his price go up? Yeah, I hear you. What about uh, below that? Where, where yeah, so I'm going to go in the mid-range um, at Saquon Barkley. So, again, the same reason we just talked about the Cowboys. Um, I was a little wary on Saquon at the beginning of the season, right, coming off the injury, starting off slow, not getting his touches. The reason I'm all over him, he's getting catches. They're throwing the ball. Like Danny Dimes has like learned, okay, I can dump it off to Saquon and he's going to get me a shit ton of yards. So, yeah. what, six catches, five catches? I mean, the guy got me, what, 30 points last week and 21 points the week before on DFS. There's a, He's priced up, I know, but he should be. Yeah. So, he's he, going to be he, up in that eight carry range soon, I think. He's back and they're getting him the ball and they're going to ride him. So, I, I like Saquon. Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe riding the chalky running backs this week. Well, what's that outsmarting projected at 32% right now? Damn. See, like, I don't mind chalk, but that's it's getting to the point where, like, you, you, yeah, I'm not doing it. I, I just won't do it. I, I personally, it, like, it, I'll, I'll play Zeke on the other end if he's half the ownership. I have a feeling he's going to be fairly chalky too, though, right? So, no. So, so my guy that I'm going to next in that same range is Zeke on the other side of that yeah. game. He's at $7,000. He's cheaper, and he's coming in at like 7 to 8% owned, and they're actively giving him the ball yeah. again. Like, he is just getting the rock all the time. They bring Pollard in for short, short periods to spell him, but it's all Zeke around the goal line, right? He's yeah. getting all the red zone carries. Dallas's defense is absolutely terrible. I mean, it's yeah. just – I think the Jets have a better run defense than the Giants do, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. Um, based on what I've seen so far and watching the film, I mean, the, some of the holes that the, the Giants open up for guys to run through is just incredible, right? So Yeah, and I, I hear what I, you're saying. I hear what you're saying, Joe, on the Saquon thing because he is the bell cow guy there. If they're missing the receivers, I, I love, like 
the usage is there. Oh, yeah, but it's just like I'm doing this I'm off. Gonna... No, I'm doing this off no ownership. My site has not updated that this week. I'm going off the players I like, which actually, honestly, I've liked doing all my research based on no ownership until the very end. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, seeing that Saquon's getting targets is the same reason why I'm coming off Kamara. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to see those yeah. targets. He's getting the ball out of the backfield. The quarterback's willing to dump it off to him. Right. So. Yeah, no, I change up until Sunday. A lot can change up until Sunday. I think when you start trending in that 30% range plus, you know, it's just like a lot of other things have to go perfectly right. And that guy not to bust for you. I mean, we're trying to take down a GPP, right? We're not trying to just like min cash. Look, here, if, those so. high, if those high price running backs are getting that much uh, ownership, it just makes me that much confident when we go to receivers here with the guy yeah. I want. Well, <laughs> so, below, let's go low. Below Zeke, what, what are you guys thinking? Jim, go for it. Um, I'm scrolling down to my guys here. I think it's Damian Williams um, yeah. filling in for Montgomery. Um, I told you guys to play Montgomery last week. You didn't want to for some reason. He had a smash game. It's going to be the same situation. They're looking to run the ball. The reason why I don't want to play Justin Fields is the reason why I want to play Damian Williams. Um, the Raiders' run defense is not very good. We saw Eckler just absolutely destroy them. Damian Williams is a guy we've seen catch the ball pretty well, too, um, uh, when he was with the Chiefs. Um, And, I mean, he came in last week after um, Montgomery got hurt and had 15 points in like a quarter and a half. So 5,600 is is way, 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 way too cheap for a guy that's going to be getting that type of volume. Um, He's a guy that I really, really like this week and that, I mean, it's just kind of an easy plug and play. I like that. I'm going to go with the other Damien, Damien Harris. Yep, the Damien on my list. I mean, New England's going to run the hell out of the ball. I know they threw it like crazy last week, but again, that's if you look at all the Buccaneers games, um, teams completely change their game plan when they play the Bucs. Well, so look, they just stop running the ball and they just start throwing it. Um, I mean, yeah, but again, Be- Belichick McDaniels aren't dumb. They play New Orleans and they play Tampa back to back. Like exactly, the, mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw it. Like there's no use in running. It's a wasted down. Like. Yeah, that, gonna, I, I'm with you. It's a huge. Harris drive. is going to get his touches. He's going to get his three X minimum. Like he's going to hit the minimum. I think easy, easy, easy. So I think he's a safe play down there. And yeah, he's going to sneak by some ownership. Vinny, do you have anyone down low here? Um, you guys kind of hit it. The only guy in the fives that I have a little bit of interest in. Um, I, I'm just yeah, I'm nervous. Another guy that just gets snaked for all the touchdowns. But Chase Edmonds again. I, I think they're going to. They're going to put up 30, 40 points on Sunday versus the 49ers, right? And they're going to keep pushing. If Lance plays, I like this game script even more because I think the Niners have a chance to, to hang with them a little bit, maybe. But this is a guy who's getting 10 to 12 carries a game, but he's getting eight targets, five targets, seven car- targets a game. Like, he's just got a pretty high floor, you know? And I don't love that his price is up. I mean, this, he was in the 4,500 range not too long ago, but just – He's another name that I have a little bit of interest in. So I have a question for both of you guys. Um, so we all know that Mixon's out, right? Yeah. Um, are Are either of you going to play P. Ryan at 4,000? No. Joe? I think that game flow is not going to be in P. Ryan's favor. I think the bagels are going to be behind. I think P. Ryan's going to get his touches. But, again, I think it's going to be more the Burrow show and Chase towards the end of the game getting those make up fantasy points in the fourth quarter type of situation. So, I also try to make a rule for myself, which is I'm not going to play bad players who end up being chalky. And yeah. 
that that like is literally the definition of that play. And if he's, if he beats me, then he beats me, but I'm just, I will like want to jump into a, you know, in front of a train if I play him and he puts up like a three, you know what I mean? Which is very possible. Yeah. I mean, with, with some of the value that we have down there um, and then there's some good value at tight end and at wide receiver this week. I think it's just somewhere that we opened up the the show today talking about with where the public is going and where a lot of people are going. And that's going to be an easy one for a lot of people, a lot of casual players, right. That just say, Oh, well, who's Mixon's backup. Oh, he's only $4,000. Right. Like, great. Let's just play him. And like, I I'm on board with what you guys are thinking. Look, the Bengals have been playing well, but like we talked about, like, I don't know why they think that they're going to could just come in and beat the shit out of the Packers. Like, yeah, I, Burrow, this is going to be one of those games where like, I get why Burrow's high on, like, look, I'm going to play Burrow. Right. Mm -hmm. Because he's going to have to throw the ball 50 to 60 times this game. I think it's going to be a pretty big shootout. I'm going to play Rogers just like Joe was talking about. Right. But the $4,000 P Ryan, I mean, I just, it's just not for me. Um, There's other guys that I'd rather get to. Yeah. And the, the only other name that I have here, that's kind of starred and I just, I need to see what happens. But if, if Dalvin Cook for sure is ruled out and misses, like Madison's in a good spot this week. I don't think he's a great player, but Detroit sucks. And so that'll be an ownership dependent one for me. If he starts getting super chalky, I'd rather play one of the Damians. Absolutely. I'm just saying like, if he gets ruled out and that ownership is, is sub five, 7%, like he's not in the worst spot in the world. So if you go there, you can find a worse spot. I would play Madison 100% on lineups over P. Ryan. I'll put it that way. Well, yeah. So Yeah, Madison's actually proven he can play some football. Yeah. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. Let's do it. Let's go up high. I'm going to get this out of the way because I've already talked about it. It's Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on top sense. of that, this game stack, I mean, don't be scared of it with Rodgers and Adams. I mean, you got Valdez-Scantling is out. Mm-hmm. I mean, every re- other receiver right. Green Bay has. I mean, I'm going to have to do a little more research on these Green Bay receivers and who I really think is going to get the snap count or the snaps this week. Um, but you got like Amari Rodgers at 3K. Hopefully he actually gets some plays this week. I don't know. Lazard, I know Rodgers doesn't hit these guys all the time. But you can get a pretty good game stack going here with some cheap players. Um, even on the Cincinnati side, you can get Boyd down at 5,300, right? So I really like the, the Packers game, especially Devontae at the top. I think it's one of those games he has 15-plus catches. Yeah, I like it. Vin, who do you like? Um, uh, I mean, the next guy I like is Justin Jefferson. I mean, he's just – I know the whole industry likes him, but, like, why wouldn't you, right? Like, he's in just in such an amazing spot versus Detroit. Yeah. Like, they literally can't cover anybody, and this is a guy that's – I mean, he's, he's, I think he's 20 to 30 points, like almost guaranteed on Sunday. So, you know, that's something depending where you go with running back and how chalky you get. Like I like some other guys up there, but he's in a great spot. Um, Well, I already talked about the quarterback. So like Joe, I'm going to stick with the guy that is with him and that's, you know, nuke DeAndre Hopkins. Um, He's burned some people the last few weeks. Yeah, he has. There's nobody on the Niners that can cover this guy. Um, if you go back and look at last year and some of the games that he's mm-hmm. had against the Niners, he absolutely torches. They have no answer for him. Well, you're right? you're telling you're telling me that the Cardinals didn't watch the Packers game tape where they just threw it to Devontae every play. Right? It's the yeah. Same thing it's is gonna happen. Same exact thing. <laughs> he's comes into the week fully healthy. He was kind of battling that little injury last week. You know, he played a limited amount of snaps. Um 
I have no, again, his price has come back down a little bit, mm-hmm. right? It was creeping up there, you know, 8,200, 8,000. Now we're back down to 7,600. It's the cheapest he's been all year against one of the better matchups, right? Um, they're playing at home. Just, just give me that all day. I mean, we're looking at like stupid, stupid low ownership on him right yeah. now, like down in the like one to two percent range. I think people are just starting to catch on that, like one, you know, he's dealing with some kind of injury, right? Like, and I know he he's an Iron Man, like he's going to play no matter what. And, but it's like there's also so many mouths to feed in that offense. That's you know, that's and, what people are scared of. I don't think people are scared of the injury. I think so, people, it's the mouse to feed situation, and it's like it's back when the Steelers had the too many mouths to feed. Again, all the mouths are getting fed. But I think your play is right so, if you're going Kyler. Like he has the same yeah. upside as Jefferson, Devontae, DJ Moore. If not, you know, he's right up there with those guys. It's just you just got to hope it's the it's the right week, right? And I'm with you. There's no one that can cover him. It's just. Yeah, I mean, the way the, is that the way the offense rolls on Sunday? And it's just, yeah, whereas I mean, like Jefferson's at, a way more, Devontae's going to get 40% of the targets, you know? Yeah, I mean, at 4% ownership, yeah, I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's not a bad like, play. Are, are, like, really? That's yeah. that's what we're talking about? You yeah. Know, this guy who just got, you're playing the team, like, like you said, they did. Did, did anybody watch the Packers game? I mean, it was in prime time. I guess, I guess not a lot of people did. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's where I'm going up top. It's pretty easy. For sure. And the only other guy I'll mention up there is, again, pairing with Sam Darnold. I know he probably will gain some ownership, I think. But we showed last week, like, DJ Moore is turning into a superstar. Um, oh, yeah. he, he's absolutely oh, yeah. the number one target there. I think a three-headed monster with him, McCaffrey, and Darnold this week is in just an like, amazing stack and yeah. relatively good price. So. Okay. I'll be going back there for sure. I, I'm going to drop down to Debo. Um, yep. Him and DJ Moore are probably the most similar players in the league, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. Debo is leading the league in yak, right? He's going to catch the ball and he's going to do something with it. Um, if Trey Lance plays, I'm even more into it, right? Because the big plays might actually happen and Debo won't have to create them himself. Yeah. And I think that game is going to actually have some fireworks. Um, yeah. I think with the Cardinals, every game is going to. Well, to Jim's point, like – the Niners will have to try to score. They there is yeah. no this dink and dunk offense. There is no this like run play action. Like they will get smoked by 30, 40 points on Sunday if they try yep. that. So they have no running game. It's it's a great play for sure. Yeah. I mean, and you want to talk about ownership, 1.5% ownership on Debo right now. That's cons- that's insane. It's yeah, I don't get I don't get it. Insane. He's got again, he has a base proje- projection seven. To nine points higher than anybody in around him, right? Yeah. His 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 floor, his base projection is twenty one points this week. So if I you mean, if you play that stack, like if you play, I mean, I don't know if you can afford it, but like you can afford to go a chalky Henry if you're going to go one percent Debo. You know oh, what I mean? You like you you can start it. getting weird there with really good plays this week. So oh, you can you you can definitely avoid it. I mean. We're pounds. talking about playing. I mean, I've got a lineup where I've got Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and then I've also got Nuke in it. Yeah. So, like, if you didn't, you know, if you wanted to go another way and go, you know, Debo instead of Nuke, like, you know, it that's it's certainly viable, especially if you're going to play two of those running backs down in like the 5,000 low sixes that we were talking about. Right. So you can jam in a lot of these higher price wide receivers that, you know, are going to get the volume. Yeah. What about uh, like sixes, like fifty five hundred and up? What do you guys think? Who's your favorite? Fifty five hundred and up. Okay. 
I'm gonna go with Godwin at 6,300. Yep, that's a good we, one, Joe. Yeah. Chris Godwin, why in the hell is he 6,300? And he gets low ownership usually. Again, I haven't checked it this week, but it's the too many mouths to feed. But it's like, dude, Chris Godwin is Brady's dude. Like when yeah. he needs that third down play, it's going to Godwin. Um, Miami has not proven anything this year on the defensive side. We thought they yeah. were gonna be a lot better, but they're apparently not. So I think Chris Godwin's gonna go off. Um, that's my guy about 55. Yeah, and I touched on him earlier, but I'll have quite a bit of A.J. Brown this week. He's full practice. He's yeah. full go. I really hope Julio misses just so I don't have to deal with the anxiety of, like, is it Julio week or not? But, I mean, it's a guy who's had a really slow start. I cannot imagine he's going to have much ownership this this week. Um, and he's got as much upside as anybody versus the Jags. So, hopefully he has a massive breakout game, and 6,500 is, is too cheap for him. So, that's my favorite player. Um, yeah, uh, mine's right above it. I mean, I'm going to go back to him as well. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Um, he just That's keeps getting peppered with targets. And, I mean, like, why would you not play this guy? Um, he's not picking up ownership. He's a great projection. They're playing Denver. They're going to have to throw the ball. Um, I, I think objectively between him and Brown, Vinny, um, I like Brown better. Um, I just I think the match. I mean, the matchups easier, right? Denver does have a pretty strong secondary, and I mean, well, Denver's just making ben, every quarterback look god awful, well, and like you don't have to deal with Ben Roethlisberger, which who knows what's going to happen with that guy every week? You know I what I mean? Like, yes, I think we know at this it's, point. it's just a soap opera at this point with him they, and, and the so offense. They're they're really. I mean, they. I think that they need to trade for somebody like now. No, but like, is there like a record or something? Big Ben's like trying to break in Steelers like history. No, like, you I know what I mean? I like, is he, there a reason I, they're like keeping him around? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, like, it's really reasons, weird. You know what I mean? But Steelers, I think it's also a situation where like, if they decide to go that route, he's not going to go quietly like Eli Manning or something but like dude, that. This like, is Eli level. Shit. No, I know, but he's going to create a huge like you have to cut him right. Like, and it's just. There's no way you can keep that guy in the locker room, you know. Like that guy could be a well. Then just time bomb I would. I mean, just re- just release his ass. I, I, I think it's coming, honestly. Like I, I don't. I don't. Well, know, who are they gonna play? That's Haskins. that's the thing. <sighs> who knows? Oh All right, let's move on from that. All right, I want to talk about two guys below 5,500, and it's um, Boyd and and it's Antonio Brown. Starting with Antonio Brown, he has the highest A dot on the Bucks. So when Brady wants to go deep, it's to Antonio Brown, it's to nobody else. Yes. He's only done at 5,200. Antonio Brown has some huge play potential. Yeah. And then with Boyd, it's not the same type of play, but he's going to get a ton of targets. And his completion percentage with Burrow is magnificent. Yep. So you know Boyd's going to get his seven catches this week. Hopefully one or two of them turn into touchdowns. You just got to cross your fingers. But I love those two guys down there, 53 and 5,200. Yep. Um, I think there, I, I, I hate to say that he might be turning into my favorite player in the NFL cause he's a Raider, but Hunter Renfro is just, Legend. I don't know how he's 4,900. Uh, the guy's just a consistent target machine. He That's catches, wild, dude. he catches every ball and he now lays the wood on special teams. So that play on the sideline, yeah, look just, at these, look at these fantasy points, 13, 10, 18, 16 and a half. I dude, mean, he's just a lot safe, like drop down guy. I'll just keep playing him. Like, you know, he's gone up a little bit, but like, honestly, Renfro should be like 5,900, 6k. 
You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he he should not be in the fours. No, there's that's, that's just a misprice that you know. I, yeah, I don't I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah, so that's my guy. Uh, I have a few others I like, but I'll you know I'll turn it over to Jim and see what he likes um, in that range. Another guy that's just severely mispriced that I, I don't know why he's priced down here is Jalen Waddle at 4,800. Yeah. Um, I actually think he might be the best rookie receiver, but he th- that offense is just so inept right now. It's just well, terrible. They're just throwing little smoke screens and little bubble screens, and like I that's mean, what they're trying to do with their offense. And Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's not great, you know, but he's getting – he's averaging, you know, seven and 7.8 targets a game. Yeah, he's getting the yeah, he's getting the targets and the looks, and you know he is a missed tackler two away from popping in, you know, a sixty-yard touchdown or something like that. So, and then um, yeah. another guy that um, I'm gonna go back to that I don't I think DraftKings just like fucked up with their algorithm. Uh, they they didn't raise Curtis Samuel's price, <laughs> so he's the dead man at three thousand again. I mean. Look, he, has the the high, he has the highest projected points per uh, price this week. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he's been healthy now for a week. I mean, look, he's still questionable, but he's still coming off that injury. We got yeah, six he, points, he six didn't, points last week. I guess he didn't practice today, and there was some concern that he, like, re-aggravated or whatever. Like, we'll know more tomorrow, but if he plays, yeah, dude, that might be the best play on the slate again. Like, like what the hell are they doing? Um, and then the only other guy that, like, at some point, teams are going to take away Debo, and teams are focusing on taking away Kittle. Ayuk is just going to have one of these like massive games out of the middle of fucking nowhere, and I, I, he's down at the point now where I can play him and not have to worry about like, man, like, eh, what he's is a he this too week? Expensive. He's forty five hundred, right? Yeah, he burned so, me pretty bad last week with it. Almost a goose egg, but I hear you, man. This is a guy who he he led the team in receiving last year, a first round pick. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's one of those guys where like I'll just keep playing him in a couple of lineups because when he hits, it's going to be big. And, and to your point, every single person's off him at this point, right? Oh, yeah, nobody wants to play him. Like, he might be like, he might be one of those guys that like point you know, three, four percent owned or something like that. Like something like really ridiculous, right? Because yeah. everyone's in that range is going to be playing Rondale Moore, right. or they're going to be playing, you know, Khalif Raymond, who's, you know, one of the starting receivers, or they're going to be playing Chenault, right? Yeah. Who's coming in with like 50% ownership this week, <laughs> which is like you couldn't pay me to play that for 50%. No thanks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ayuk's ownership is, you know, 0.2. Projected right now. So I hear what you're saying. The only other guy that I have that's kind of bargain bin, I would say, and and I want to see what ownership is because I've heard his name mentioned on multiple like outlets now. But um, Kadarius Tony at 4K. Uh, Look, less than three percent. Yeah, and they're actively last week started trying to push him the ball. I need to see if Shepard's going to play. And um, if if Shepard doesn't play, I absolutely will be playing some Tony. He'll be a good play because, like Joey said, like Danny Dimes is throwing the ball around. I I think Daniel Jones is actually a really pretty good quarterback. I think he's developing into a pretty good quarterback. 
I think they need to get rid of their stupid ass head coach, Joe Judge. <laughs> I mean, that guy is just a tire fire. He's doing like up downs, on, you know, on the sideline, making but... guys run laps for like their shoe being untied and shit like that. So like, Slate and Shepard both didn't practice today. Yeah, love not that. a good sign on Thursday. So I like the Tony play. Um, Galladay was my other favorite this week with Danny Dimes. Um, yeah. I think that, Tony, I think the giant stack is a good one. And Tony's just so, so too, cheap. Like if you're throwing in like a Tony, um, you know, and let's say you even toss in like, I'm not, you're like a Renfro into your lineup, right? Like those are two pay down guys. Like you could possibly go double barrel at the running back position or, you know, you could get two of those higher price receivers to go with your quarterback. Like, but I, I just it like Tony, interesting. I just like Tony so much if both of those guys are out for sure. Because I can then do a double stack with with Danny Dimes. Yep. Right, and then the run back options are really really easy. It's you know Zeke and Schultz or yeah. Zeke and a receiver or whoever you want it to be. Right, mm-hmm. but I mean it's 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 really really simple. I mean I think Zeke and Schultz is is would be my choice because you know we're gonna get the tight end here in a minute but people every time that guy catches catches a touchdown there's no one within like 10 yards of them so i mean if people yeah. are gonna aren't gonna cover this guy then no schultz has some you know, let's move right into tight ends because schultz is my big guy this week um is there any other receivers you guys like just absolutely want no to we on? were just talking about some punts right there yeah yeah so dalton schultz man he has the highest percentage of throws to him this year with the highest percentage of completion. Dak and him have a thing going on right now. Um, he's going to keep getting red zone targets. I know Jarwin got a touchdown last week, and it still didn't really hurt Schultz's stats. That's saying something. So yeah. I like Dalton Schultz. He's too cheap. Cool. Where are you guys going? <laughs> um, I'm going all – I have, well, you know, I'm obviously going to play some Kittle. Um uh, I think Hawkinson's a fine play, but if I'm going down, I'm going all the way to the bottom. Dead men, 2,500, Ricky Seals-Jones. All right. Why? And why? <laughs> What's your reasoning? <laughs> uh, so, uh, obviously, he's on the potatoes. Um, Logan Thomas is out this week. Uh, Heineke's going to be running for his life. I went back and watched a film from last week. Basically filled in at the same role as Logan Thomas, running those short to intermediate routes, had four targets. $2,500 just opens up so much other territory for me. A lot of people are going to be going to some other guys, but, you know, Thomas on the IR now. So, yeah, you know, he's he's out for the next three games. So this guy is somebody, you know, they're going to cover Terry McLaurin. They're still going to have to throw the ball. Um Twenty five hundred bucks, yeah. Give them to me. I like it. Oh yeah. Uh, two guys that I, I just have some interest in. Uh, I think it's Bob Tanyan week. Um, Joe, you're, you're, you were mentioning. I'm not sure who else you know can can grab targets for Green Bay. Uh, yeah. I think this, you know he's always primed for a week. You know where he could pop two in. Um, I think he's a sneaky play. Forty three hundred is super cheap for him. Um, and the other guy. Going with, you know, Daniel Quarters is Evan Ingram at 3,200. I think he saw seven, eight targets last week. I know people are going to be pissed off at him, but again, he's 3,200. For an offense, if they're missing Shepard and they're missing um, Slayton, like they have to throw it to somebody, right? Um, So, you know, you could go Galladay, you could go Tony, but I mean, you could even go. 
Dimes, Ingram, Tony, and you have the whole world stacked up there, um, ready to go. So I think you're going to see digs on on Galladay quite a bit. Um, and I don't know what got into this guy, but he's apparently Darrell Revis all of a sudden for Dallas. Well, so. again, uh, he's he's not Darrell Revis because he is jumping passes and being kind of a ridiculous corner, acting like he's Deion Sanders. Yeah, I think it's going to bite him in the ass. I know he's a good corner. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. But you, you, can't, you can't keep playing like that. Like, no. Darrell Revis would go seasons with, like, one interception and yeah. no passes completed on him, right? So, no. Yeah. I'm just not buying the, the Diggs thing yet. Yeah. I still think Ingram's not a bad play at 3,200. Like, if you like that game, again, I mean. Jimmy, Jimmy talked to me this earlier in the year with Ingram that he's just not very good. Um, so yeah, he's gotten, I, he's gotten six targets, two games in a row and just nothing has come of it. So it's kind of yeah, proven to me that he just might not be very good. But we're talking about playing a Ricky Seals Jones for, I know he's a little bit cheaper, but like. Uh, how, how is Evan Ingram any better than. Ricky I think Ricky Seals Jones no, definitely not. has more touchdowns. Than- <laughs> what I'm saying is like, if you're going to go heavy on that game or a game stack, like it's another option that's. Yeah, Evan, three, three, Evan Ingram is projecting over 10% ownership right now. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to play. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to play shitty players that are. Yeah. See. For a tight end, that's, that's chalky. I mean, the, the massive chalk, we'll talk about it real quick this week. Um, it's obviously going to be Cameron. Probably should have done that earlier. Um, he's pretty, you know, Gronk's out this week. They're playing Miami. <laughs> Bray is projecting at somewhere between 45 to 55% owned. Like, what? <laughs> okay i don't know why um wow. and then okay. if we're gonna talk about the massive chalk we also have to talk about the not like the the antithesis of that right which is darren waller all the way at the top at one percent owned um yes yeah, we that. talked about we talked about a get right spot this week he is the highest projected ceiling of any tight end on the slate right um if if we're gonna play Derek carr I, I think you have to play Darren Waller with For him. Sure. He is the priority guy to play. I love Renfro. Renfro's great. But, I mean, Darren Waller had 17 targets or 20 targets week one. Um, oh, yeah. If you're going Carr, I think Waller's – you have to lock him in. Look, and then you just pick and choose between Ruggs and, and Renfro. He's expensive, right? I would be fine with just playing Dar- um, Darren Waller and Carr and then just kind of moving on from there. But – He's expensive, but for for good reason, right? right? I mean, even at that at that rate, he's still ranking among the top points per dollar for tight ends, right? E- even though he's seventy three hundred. Yeah. So, that, um, I hear you. so the guy that we're not talking about is Tommy Tremble. I know he got zero points last week for us at Dead Men. I know that, but his passing snaps went up about forty percent. They did, Joe. He I mean, is, he's in the game more passing snaps than he is running snaps. He was he a third-round pick this year. He's going to get more involved. I'm sure they were just easing him in after trading Arnold, but all the signs are pointing towards Tommy Tremble having one of those weeks if, where he if, gets two touchdowns and we are loving life. If Seals Jones was – if that wasn't the conversation this week, that would be – I always like to look for one, like, punt tight end I can go to. Mm-hmm. Um but if Seals Jones wasn't on the docket this week, I'm, I might have some Tommy Tremble. I still might play him with one, but I just until I see it, I I mean I I might risk being a week late on Tommy Tremble. That the goose egg, even though it's only 2,500, really just is like I can't. do So it. it's one of those things now, though. Since I called my shot last week, I'm just gonna keep calling my shot. 
you know, like you just got to keep pointing for the fences, and everyone's like, "Is this guy serious?" Yeah, you just got to keep going. <laughs> it's like it's like Jim, Jim with Friermuth. Like I don't know why he jumped off the ship, but Dude, it's the well, it's the, it's the I, tin cup moment. Just I jumped I jumped off the, <laughs> the, the ship because of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. I mean, if if Ben was actually throwing see, the ball like he used to, I I would still be playing Friar. And see, look, McCaffrey being back this week, if he's back full go, makes me like tremble even more. Okay. Right. You guys have any? I mean, any, I know the targets or whatever, but again, McCaffrey's going to attract everything that's supposed to be attracted to tremble. You guys have any interest in uh, Cole Komet at twenty seven hundred against the Raiders? No, I, I, I don't trust I, Nagy. I won't do Nagy. Nope. I I was on him earlier this year. I was kind of like, oh, this is a Cole Komet like breakout. You know, like he's he's a good. big tight end. I think he is good, but like he catches one ball a game. You know, and I've seen I've seen Bears Nation just like ready to like rip this guy's head off for some reason. I don't watch enough Bears football to, to know why, but I'm just going to avoid that. Okay. All right. I mean, he's, he's good. I, he's, I don't know. The Raiders can't cover tight ends to save their goddamn life. So I don't Yeah. Maybe if you tell me like a guarantee, Jonathan Abram's going to lock him up or attempt to, then I, I may have some. No, entries. no, no. A- Abram freelancers don't. He won't lock up anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. All, all right. right. Any, any. All right. I know we defense. know the basic defense, but like, what? Where's our bargain bin defense this week coming from? Last well, week was the Lions. I'm really angry the Jets aren't on the slate this week. Really yeah, upsets me. Yeah, they're playing pretty tough. Um, I, I think that there's two, but I both think that they're going to be decently owned which I don't love. Um, it's the potatoes at 2,300. I think they're okay, but I think that they're going to carry some ownership. Um, I actually think, you know, I know we like Danny Dimes and everything like that, um, but I think the Cowboys at 2,800 are, are pretty decent defense. Well, because they're turnover game. reliant, right? And yes, they're very exactly. aggressive, so they're great to play in DFS. Who'd you just say? The Cowboys. Oh, yeah, okay. At 2800 it's a little more expensive than, than I typically like to pay for a defense. Um, but Danny Dimes does fumble. You know, he does throw some weird interceptions sometimes. Um, and, you know, the Cowboys are actively looking, like Joey said, it's probably going to burn him at some point. But, you know, Diggs is playing that way. He's playing that way because the coaches are telling him to play that way. The oh, yeah. coaches yeah. are allowing it to happen. But again, right. highest blitz percentage, right? Jumping routes, you know, it's all part of the plan. Exactly. Yeah. So the coaches are continuing to, like whatever Belichick says, right? You're either coaching it or you're allowing it to happen. But again, right. I mean, uh, you get a pick six there and, you know, uh, a few sacks, and it's like, all right, I have plenty of value. I'm good. Like, so, I don't yeah, you have 30. So, so, like, that's why, like, totally. I, I'm on with that. I don't love the potatoes because – New Orleans just doesn't throw the ball a whole lot. Yeah. They don't make a whole lot of mistakes. They play at mm-hmm. a really slow pace, right? right? It's attractive at 2,300, but, I mean, yeah, I just can't. I don't know if so I can go behind it. The defense, the defense that I'm looking at, and it's a game that we haven't talked about, which makes it perfect for the defense, right? Mm. It's the Chargers and Browns game. Mm. Now, both those defenses have been looking awesome. Now, the one that I think is way more elite – is the Chargers defense. Yeah. They're the best like defense that. in the league. And the Browns are dependent on Chubb and Hunt rushing for five and a half yards of carry. 
I do not think they're going to be able to get that kind of traction this week. No chance. It's going to throw. It's going to make Baker do some things that he's not comfortable doing. No. He's got a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder. Yeah. I think the Chargers get fucking weird this week, man. And I, I'm calling it right now. I don't think Baker finishes this game. Yeah, dude, I, I, torn I, labrum. I don't care if it's in your non-throwing arm, dude. That's that shit hurts. Well, and let's be honest, like, I know this, you know, isn't very PC, but like it's the NFL, like you don't think these guys are going to be going after that left shoulder of Baker's on every chance they get. Like Bosa's Bosa's like ready to kill anyone any second, dude. Yeah. So I I like the Chargers as as well. Did you have any others or no? No, No. I'm pretty locked on the Chargers, man. Like I'm not really liking the low. I don't like going up high. Charger at 2,700. I'm I'm really, really liking that spot. If I'm clean punting. I'm on board with that. The only team that I had on here, I didn't have the potatoes on there because, like you said, the turnovers and all that. And I know this team doesn't really do that either, but I just also don't think they're very explosive. I'll throw some Houston Texans out there. I know they're absolutely dog trash. They get weird. They can get weird. But you're playing a rookie quarterback, and they're not super explosive, right? So it's like, you. I mean, the New England running backs can't hang on to the ball. First off, every one of them's fumbled two, three times now. Like, I don't know. I mean, for twenty three hundred, like if you're so going to clean punch, my it, big thing is though for four hundred dollars more, we get that Chargers defense, right? Yeah, and I know four hundred dollars for like a price point, like you know the Chargers are going to outscore. Yeah, the I'm getting the, to the point where it's like if you have your lineup set and you just are totally and you have to find someone under like twenty. Yeah, I, I like, tend to I tend to put my defense going. I tend to put my defense in first when I'm building lineups. I don't yep, know if too. that's what you guys do, but I like to just get that salary cap out of the way so I don't have to count. I'm not a very good math person. So <laughs> I throw my defense in first, and then I build after that. I don't I really like, oh, what do no I have math. left here? Yeah, not, exactly. not a big math guy. Not <laughs> a big math guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, more of a cal- I'm more of a calculator spreadsheet guy. Yeah. yeah Real yeah, quick, yeah. Jim, do you want to kind of hit on just like early, like who's the top like ownership guy at each position or like the top two? Yeah. Let me go back to that screen. Um, if you have it, and then we can wrap things up here. Yeah, quarterback uh, Burrow and Trevor Lawrence are going to be the top two. I don't know. Dude, why people, people are, dude, are people thinking this? The Jaguars about to just show out after this Urban Meyer thing? Like, <laughs> going to get weird this week? No, look, thank look, you. Look, look, Jacksonville's still going to like play hard, like individually, because like this is their job. Of right? course they are, right? But again, when that chemistry to like play for your teammate and the layout for your teammate, and those things aren't happening, or the receiver not going for that little extra ball, and Lawrence was a pick. Like, dude, maybe I'll maybe I'll just play more. What's going to happen? Maybe Let's play like a cash game lineup this week if Lawrence is gonna be chalking. <laughs> yeah, just play just play you could play Trey Lance at fifty seven hundred. Yeah. And and get right off that chalk. Yeah, okay, no, so, I, I'm glad we're very off of what the public is on right now. Okay, so yeah. Burrow and Lawrence at um, a guy that here's a guy that was uh, again I was referencing in the opening that if a bunch of people are gonna play this guy, I'm just gonna not gonna fucking touch him with a ten foot pole. And that's Leonard Fournette coming in at thirty six percent owned. <laughs> What? Okay. <laughs> dude, it's then, they, dude, it's because I saw Peyton Barber run for 120 yards on the Dolphins. I, I know, dude. <laughs> I just, I think that I would much rather, if I was oh going to attack that game, I'd much rather play, play Brady and like Godwin or just play Brady by himself and let him throw like five touchdowns. Right? I'll play the Dolphins defense at 2,400 over. over I don't dude, think that that would when be. When the Bucks are idea. inside the 10, they're throwing the ball. Yes. Yeah. When they are okay. anywhere else on the field, they're throwing the so, ball. So, and then <laughs> Lenny and so Lenny and then uh, Saquon Barkley is the second highest stone. 
Third highest owned is Austin Eckler right now. And then Swift, Harris, and then Henry at like 15%. But every, everything I'm listening to, that's going to continue to climb. Right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. The best projections really, because um, I was asking um, uh, on the Discord, the guy who like runs the projections, he said the best ownership projections from the site really come out um, Saturday morning. Um, when they when they kind of update yeah. everything, so but you know it's Thursday night. These are pretty yeah, close to pretty what early. they're going to be. Um, For sure, so that's running back, uh, wide receiver, Lavisca Chenault, fifty two percent. Jesus Christ! What's what's Devonte Adams ownership right now? Uh, he is the third highest owned at thirty two point four percent. Right now, T Higgins is coming in at thirty five percent. People are thinking that he is going to play. Um, I, I hope I hope I kind of hope that he does play because I will not play him. Well, he's five thousand dollars, is why, right? Still, he's got so is Chase, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Chase is 5,800, and I'm I'll definitely be playing Chase Jefferson at 32 percent, same as Devontae it's Antonio like, Brown, sense. Antonio Brown at 28 percent, and then Thielen at 23 percent rounds out the 20s. Um, mm, okay, so tight end. Uh, again, Cameron Brate at 56% on. and then dude. I don't know, dude. And then, and then Kittle at like 18%. Um, and then it's just a bunch of guys at, you know, like seven to like 4%. Okay. So, you know, definitely, so, 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 so Trevor Lawrence, Chenault, Brate, T Higgins are like, that's the chalk it, with playoff yeah. Lenny. If those guys <laughs> beat me this week, then like good on you. Because if, if, if that I'm lineup not beats playing me, people who suck. I'm telling I'm you right just now, not going to do it. If that if that lineup beats me this week, you guys can figure out the tech of the pod because I'm retiring. Like I, I if I lose the playoff Lenny in a, in a Lawrence stack, I'm going to be hot. I'll just become a boogie. It's <laughs> going from there. <laughs> that pretty much does it, boys. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Vinny, what's your handle? Vinny Levine twenty nine. <laughs> Jimmy, that's at JJ McIntosh. It's in the notes. Don't listen to Joey. <laughs> I'm DFS Joey Levine. Make sure you follow our website, RedZoneDFS.com. Follow us on Twitter, and good luck this weekend. Later, guys. Peace.